0: The single-wide felt cramped that night after Emmy had spent time in the spacious old mansion, even if it did have an unwanted dead body in the bathtub. You have a perfectly good abode right here, you know. Are you sure your fiduciary situation permits you to lease such a place? Hortense asked. Emmy's mother had a large vocabulary as a result of having been a librarian, and she used it whenever she could. Hortense tucked her topmost chin into her others to create a stern look toward her only child. "'It's the cheapest one I looked at, mother,' said Emmy. She handed her mother the listings page Jersey had given her for the house. "'This photograph is not flattering,' Hortense said. "'I want to see—' Drew jumped onto the green plaid couch beside her grandma. She pressed her chestnut curls into the soft, pliable flesh of Hortense's upper arm. It's a haunted house! Marshmallow, Drew's pure white pot-bellied pig, curled up beside the couch like a puppy dog. He liked to be near Drew, but then he liked most people. It's, well, it's very nice on the inside, said Emmy. It has a great hall, she emphasized the grand words so her mother and daughter could both appreciate that feature of the place. The owner, Mr. Tompkins, will let me do anything I want to it. I can have Ralph put up a fence for Marshmallow. Are you certain you wouldn't become ill in such a domicile? Is it drafty? No, I didn't feel any openings, and I can't even see how those men got in. Her mother gave her the librarian look. What men? Oh, I haven't told you? Emmy perched on the edge of the recliner and twisted a strand of hair between her fingers. You just arrived home. You haven't told me anything except that you signed a rental agreement for this, this... Haunted house, supplied Drew. Well, it does need painting, Emmy admitted. And some porch railings are missing. And others precipitously leaning. Does the roof leak? Emmy assured her mother that it didn't, although she had no idea. If it did, Ralph could fix it. A distinctive knock sounded on the door. Marshmallow raised his head and focused his china-blue eyes toward the sound. Uncle Ralph, Drew squealed. She squirmed off the couch and ran pell-mell toward Ralph Sandoval, who had opened the door and stepped inside after knocking. The pig nearly finished knocking over the large man. Ralph, especially when he was in his dark blue salt Lake police department uniform like he was now, made the room seem smaller. He used to wait for us to open the door after he knocked, Emmy thought. He's more and more like family, which isn't a bad thing. Emmy gave him a big grin. Ralph was more than a friend, but she wasn't sure exactly what she wanted him to be. He made her feel warm inside. She knew that. You failed to make it in time for the evening repast, Hortense said. Ralph was a huge fan of her cooking and often dropped in for supper. Emmy's mother had resumed cooking not long ago, after many years of fast-frozen and canned foods. Not only Emmy, Drew, and Ralph, but Ralph's boss, Salt Lake Police Chief Emerson, were the beneficiaries of Hortense's rediscovered kitchen talents. The police chief was developing a fondness for her cooking, but Emmy thought he was also sweet on Hortense herself. The Yarborough twins were taking pot shots at possums, Ralph said, and managed to put out two of the neighbors' windows. Had to take him in to sleep off the drunk. His broad, placid face looked tired. The Yarber Twins drunk? Drew said. Again? Nancy Drew, dear, said Hortense, trying not to laugh. Would you like to show Ralph your Barbie's new outfits? Run to your room and procure them, please. Drew ran to get them. Emmy gave her mother a weary look. You bought her more Barbie stuff? Emmy didn't think Barbie was a good role model for a four-year-old, but she seemed to be the only person in the world to hold that opinion.